welcome to Think Float. So this is Ishan. I'm um, Saurav. I am Shalendra. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is episode one for our new podcast. And as he mentioned, we have Shalendra Tiwari. He's the founder at Fussel with us. So thank you for joining us, Shalendra, today. Thank you, Ishan and Saurav, for calling me. So, okay, uh, just a quick uh, introduction about yourself. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, um, I graduated from NIFT uh, in production. Post that, I had a very small stint with a company called Decathlon Sports. I was trying to handle the IUs, tax and uh, logistics implication. Post that, I realized I had a lot of interest in human-computer interaction. So, I moved to an agency called Inconic, um, where I had the good fortune of working with a very very smart bunch of folks we worked on some very fascinating projects about you know fintech we worked on telecom we worked on conferencing and communication and then um, i moved on to another company where i was a product manager and we were building an hr tech platform and in a spin of things um, we were trying to you know just make the best probably of our weekends that spin diet spinned out into what we call Fussel today. Uh, we have been um, working for about two and a half, three years now um, into precision agriculture. The whole motto or whole existence of Fussel is based on to ensure that farmers are making the right decisions on the farm. If we somehow um, ensure that the entire agriculture economy and entire agriculture ecosystem just makes right decisions, logical decisions, that will be a disruption in itself. Okay, great. So, um, as you said that uh, you graduated from NIFT, after that you started uh, with Decathlon and then moved into the uh, human-computer interaction domain from there. So, all of these uh, come up very different industries in its own self. So, uh, just uh, can you quickly explain how the, uh, let's say, seeding thought of Fussel happened, like from technology to every tech in its own self? And I'll say, yeah, that, hearing that would be great. Perfect. So, I'll, I'll probably go back to class 10 and 12 itself. Um, I, I think one thing I can remember for long is that I, I, I honestly was very curious. And probably that is the thread of all that has happened in life. Be, be it on the professional front or personal front or wherever you would consider. Um, after, you know, class 12th, I, I had a desire of studying something which was research oriented. So engineering was a no-no. But then I still prepared for engineering just to check whether I get in or not. Um, and I applied at certain other places and IFT was one of them. So I had a reasonable rank in EEE. I had a good rank in um, some other colleges. I had a good rank in NIFT. And then I was finding it very hard to make a decision of where do I go. So I picked up the course curriculum of every uh, college where I got in. I was trying to understand what will I get out of this course four years later or three years later. I found NIFT, NIFT ones very fascinating. You know, they have uh, technology, they had uh, some element of management, they had some element of core engineering. I found it fascinating. And then I went to my father, I asked him, I'm a little confused. So he said, uh, if you go to NIFT, you will meet. Um, probably have a bouquet of a lot of students coming from various parts of the country and you'll have some more learned folks coming and talking to it as a you know interesting culture if I would say so 
um, that was probably enough. So I went to NIFT. Um, largely curious. I was not limited to what they were teaching me. I was probably more interested in learning other things about life or career and so on and so forth. Even um, uh, the GP graduation project, we had a concept of graduation project where you go and work on certain things. I went to decathlon for something which was way off than we were taught about logistics and taxation. Taxation is not something that is taught in NIFT. But I just found it very interesting. Um, excitement was that I'll go and study about something I don't know. It, it's like magic, no? you create something out of nowhere. Then uh, after NIFT again, you know, we were trying to, in decathlon, we were trying to build an app to deliver whatever we had done. Um, probably we realized that if, if an app could be built, it would be very easy. To, to disseminate all the information that was very, very useful that we collected over the course of time. Okay. While building that app, we realized that building an app is very interesting. People, everybody looks at the screen in a very different way. So, um, I don't know from where my obsession started about building a universal, something universal, so everybody would understand it. Whether they are um, educated, uneducated, exposed, not exposed and so on and so forth. And that's how my interest in human computer interaction came. I did a lot of work there that made me more curious about doing project product management. And then uh, Fussel was also a result of curiosity. We were having a lot of conversation about good food. How do you grow good food? And there is this, uh, if, if you might be aware of it, there is a train which runs from Punjab. Uh, which takes um, a full, full, you know, bogies and bogies of people who are cancerous. They have cancer, okay. and they bring them to Delhi. And if you go and study the background of it, uh, probably Punjab is one state which has a lot of pesticide usage. And some, some other things were going in our mind. We said, let's grow some, you know, food and see how it is grown and can it be grown in a safer way did some very minor experiments, they were successful. So we said, we'll uh, buy a farm outside Bangalore and we'll grow a lot of it and then we'll bring it back to Bangalore and sell it to you know restaurants where people care about their food. When we started growing in a large-scale farm, when we started planning probably, we realized that it was not easy at all. Things drastically changed. So we went to ask some consultants who were supposed to be experts. They knew certain things, they did not know certain things. But but we were very, you know, um, you molded into product management and structured thinking. That everything has a reason, nothing is random. So if someone comes to you and says, do it like this, and give it a reason, it's very hard to digest. So, I mean, we couldn't trust that consultant. Then we went to another, he also said the same thing. We went to another, he also said the same thing. For certain things they had logic, for certain things they did not. So we said, uh, let's go and talk to some farmers. And some other things were happening, you know. Um, my partner's father was here. He had some water problem and we gave him a sensor which worked for him. So he connected us to other farmers who wanted to buy that sensor. Our interest was we'll go and talk to them and understand how they do it. We spoke to some more farmers. Rarely, out of, you know, 100 farmers, you would find two or three people who really knew what they were doing. And it was, um, um, it was visible in the way they produced or, or the profit margins they made. So we said, hey, this is something wrong. I mean, you can't have a country which is probably largely based on agriculture economy where people are making wrong decisions on scale. That's not happening. 
that's why you have agriculture suffering in this country we did a lot of thought exercise and realized that if there was a magical way you know in which people could make decisions in the right way it could change the entire country in all honesty um that's where fasal started when we started fasal our interest of you know increasing the life of the company was that we come to know more about running the company so running a company made us curious how do you run a company how do you raise funds how do you go and talk to a customer how do you understand what the customer is saying how do you produce something for the customer then when we understood all of this the, the game became a little bigger we saw that this was a very useful product so our interest was that if if somehow we could take the to x number of farmers this will be the outcome in the economy so now what keeps us you know intrigued all the time is how do we scale it up so again the entire thread is curiosity for certain other people it could be anything else but largely there is one thread in everybody's life which drives their life ours mine probably is curiosity after this we would find something more curious and intriguing and then we'll start over there Absolutely. Okay. So, the question that I have right now is: uh, We talked about fossil. We have a lot of domains which is you know coming out on a day-on-day basis. Plus, uh, I would totally say that once you guys have started, there would be a lot of people who might be having some similar aspiration, but they might have never thought that how agriculture as a whole in a country like India can be brought together with technology and taken up to a different scale. so what is your suggestion to people and what are the laws and policies abiding agri tech that we have in india or as a whole in the globe so let's start with what we have in india if you are aspiring or if you want to package your product or service in agri tech how you know you should ideate and how you should start with it not only in agri tech i think <coughs> fundamentally businesses are product about something you know it it could be in, in certain cases your skills are your product in certain mm-hmm. cases the software in certain cases hardware or x number of other things so essentially there are only two kind of products that work or survive either they make money for somebody or they save money for somebody so not only from an agritech perspective in if if you are if your aspiration is to build something which will either save people some money or time and then you know you can convert all of these things or is making some money and you have valid proof of it you have something useful okay. second thing is um, so you know there is only one way to know whether something will work or not and it's by doing it yes. so the biggest hurdle that people uh, you know um, typically i have seen is out of 100 people who aspire to build something only one or two people would because it's a very inconvenient process right i mean mm. um, you could be making a lot of money have a comfortable life and so on and so forth and xyz um um the only way you would come to know that that uh, um something is going to work is by doing it doing it is again inconvenient inconvenience is not everybody's cup of tea what is pushing you so i know that i mean i by doing fasal something great could come that's my motivation in somebody else's case it could be you know i mean somebody could have a solution probably about traffic in bangalore mm-hmm. they aren't doing it because one they wouldn't know um they are not motivated enough lack of resources they would think there see everybody if you start a company there is always lack of resource okay 
there is always lack of time so though, I, I mean these are all given right but the important thing is are you motivated enough and sometimes the good thing is are you stupid enough it wouldn't make sense for somebody to leave 40 lakh rupees worth of salary and start a company where you know char saal mein kuch milega bhi ki nahi that makes you inconvenient but what do you want out of your life what is your motivation that's useful and you know it's for good that not a lot of people would do it that also is a filtering mechanism but people who do it are really you know inspired to do something which, which is a good thing but the only way again for something to happen is by making it happen and you have to figure out what is your motivation if your motivation says that i will probably go and do this go and do it you can think of 100 problems that are going to come you can think of 100 amazing things that are going to come but only when you have done it you will be able to you know, sort of say that this led to this humne jab shuru kiya tha hame thode pata tha yaar aayenge we were just very curious karke dekhna hota kya nahi hoga to koi baat nahi naukri aur there is lot of jobs right ऐसा तो है नहीं कि मैं निकल गया तो मुझे कोई काम नहीं देगा तो इट वॉज अ विन विन फॉर अस वी डिड नॉट ऑनेस्टली वी डिड नॉट टेक एनी रिस्क देर इज नो रिस्क वॉट इज द रिस्क आई हैव फोर फाइव ईयर्स ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस डूइंग प्रोडक्ट मैनेजमेंट समबडी विल मेक मे प्रोडक्ट मैनेजर अगैन इन द वर्स्ट केस सिनेरियो इन द बेस्ट केस सिनेरियो प्रॉब्ली आई विल बिल्ड अ बिलियन डॉलर कंपनी सो आई एम नॉट लूजिंग एनी थिंग राइट द ओनली गेन इज दैट इवन इफ आई फेल आई विल नो ऐसे ऐसे करके फेलियर आता है तो प्रॉब्ली अगली बार के लिए आई डू बेटर देर इज नो रिस्क इफ यू सम मनी इन द बैंक दो तीन महीने का पैसा है ना अगर इफ यू एनफ मनी दैट विल नॉट बी ऑन द रोड यू आर सेफ देर इज नो रिस्क आई थिंक ऑनप्रनोरशिप इज वेरी अननेसेसरीली ग्लोरीफाइड इफ समी स्टार्टेड अ कंपनी दैट डजेंट मेक द मेनी थिंग इफ समी यू नो रेज फंड ऑनेस्टली डजेंट मेक यू आर रेजिंग फंड बाई सेलिंग योर इक्विटी it it's a conundrum uh, how, how does that make you i i don't know whatever probably because you know how to raise funds that that's one um, um skill that you added to yourself you you have the ability of going and convincing some really smart people to put money into what you're saying that's a good thing but until unless you've built a meaningful organization which is solving some problem for some people who are benefiting from it continuously you have shown it over and over and over years uh instead of glorifying what others should do is to question these people okay okay, okay. so in that aspect though let's say someone decides to take that uh, courage and then uh, start and that inconvenience in his life but uh, let's say they have an idea they need a validation for that idea but does it just stop there by asking 100 people that okay this 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 is needed all right now my idea is validated let me start by getting into the market so once you get into the market does it also need further validation by let's say the same set of audience a new set of audience like uh, i'll give an example i think a year back you posted a annual uh, mm, annual screenshot of a timeline google timeline like you have traveled in different different various parts of countries most of them also involves urban suburban cities all of that so how is that uh, pre idea validation post product validation journey it's a good question you know and by the way congratulations on doing last pichle saal mein what i posted um you know we live in a very dynamic time where everything is changing every minute so what what i mean to say is you are always validating 
you never stop validating what could be right one day could be phenomenally wrong the other day and if you are running a business which impacts people's lives whether even if you have 10 employees or 100 customers and it impacts their lives probably you should continuously validate so let's say to start with you had certain hypothesis in your mind you figured out that these are the people who will be uh, uh, my probable customers let me go and talk to them whether they understand what i'm talking about whether they understand uh, the benefit of what i'm trying to build as a solution then you continuously keep asking your customers one part the the the, the silver lining would be that you have validated certain hypothesis the tricky bit is every hypothesis that you validate brings in another hypothesis that's how you drive businesses right you learn x then you learn y then you learn z that that's why you are continuously thinking about your customer and his need ye kar diya to ye zaruri padega ye kar diya to ye zaruri padega ye kar diya to ye zaruri padega so ideally you should always be validating always be talking but to start with you know typically a 100 200 300 long ka sample set मेरा ये हाइपोथेसिस है मेरा ऐसा सोल्यूशन है ये मैं बना के दूँ तो या किसी काम का है उसका लीन एक्सपेरिमेंट करना एंड सो ऑन एंड सो फॉर्थ यू डन बट हंड्रेड टू हंड्रेड फोर्स कैन गो हेड मेक्स एंड नाउ टॉकिंग फ्रॉम अ वेरी फ्रेशर स्टैंड पॉइंट वॉट इज योर टेक सो सिंस यू रोलर्स योर जर्नी वेर इन यू नो यू आर हैविंग सर्टन सर्ट ऑफ एक्सपीरियंस विच गेव यू एटलीस्ट यू नो आई होप दैट ओके इफ आई ऑफ विद दिस आई कैन गो दैर if i let's say you know worst case scenario don't go there but i have one more option you know which again i can quickly start or probably take some time to start off with but what is your take let's say uh, somebody who is just starting off who doesn't have a lot of experience doesn't have a lot of skill set as well but he's trying to add skill set in his learning process but again things are going simultaneously he's learning but at the same time he's also trying to do something but he doesn't have validation for the both in this case because he's just starting see uh, sort of if you look at it no i am also running a company at the same time also learning how to run a company okay. and every day i run this company no that will be one more day when we ran this and then another two years that we are still to run so even if i run this company for 5 years it is always learning from day one how do you run a company when it is 700 days old how do you run a company when it is 1700 days old until unless i i i mean we have done this and logically concluded fasal bring some positive impact on the ecosystem and we start another uske pehle tak to hame nahi pata kaise chalate hain it goes with same in 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 life as well um skills are um not a synonymous thing with experience they say my skill is to go and analyze numbers pretty well if i am coming out of college probably i should be a skilled person with experience i should become somebody who understands where which skill works and where do you fail what i mean in jumble of these words what i am trying to say is if you are a fresher you are looking at it from a wrong perspective all of us are freshers in a different way i am a fresher for somebody who has run this who doesn't know how to run this company on the 800 day i am also a fresher you are a fresher who has just come out of college by having certain skills who doesn't know what to do with this skills or probably who knows what to do with the skills but doesn't know what to do in the second year so life is an exploration from from all of our point of views 
at different stages in different contexts. So looking at yourself as a fresher saying, I, I don't know what to do with life is fairly wrong. There are a lot of people who started businesses in their college succeeded. There are a lot of people who became artists, designers, cricketers and so on and so forth. And everybody came through that same learning curve. So it cannot be anybody's excuse that I don't know. If you don't know in this world where everybody has a smartphone, everybody has Google and Google has all the answers, then you are probably you require some introspection. <laughs> that really makes sense. Okay. Uh, before the podcast, we had a very interesting discussion about the bridging of the gap, right? So I go to a place where me, my parents, my set of friends have an expectation that I'm going to get this using those set of skill sets or plus I'll try to add on more skill set. But again, my, uh, you know, take here is first I'll go there. Let's say if I talk about engineering or medicine as a whole, uh, I'm thinking that I'm going to college wherein I can get certain skill set. But even you know that. You know, the entire curriculum doesn't work like that. When you conclude or when you are into the curriculum, you totally understand that, okay, this is something which I like, but this is not giving me enough so that I can make a difference in my life or someone else's life. And then a different, you know, different sort of ideation starts. So how do we bridge a gap wherein, you know, uh, we talked about being as a whole or when should we, you know, start off so that we start looking life or, you know, career from that perspective. It's a good question and honestly, I, I, I need to think on my own before answering this and probably it could be a discussion. So, Absolutely. looking at life as a whole, I believe is something we, we must all do when we are, I don't know, when do you become conscious of your life? Class 4th, 5th, 10th, 11th, I don't know, some people, early, some people. Yeah. But when you are looking at your life, no, I, I think we have we as a country or we have as a society have not been able to um, probably open up a lot of imaginations. Yeah. If if you do engineering, you become an engineer. Blah 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 blah. If you, I mean, what if what what if we tell you that there are a thousand things to be done, and you drive your life that way? In that way, I I make somebody who moves things. Just say. Um, assume that we have a child who is in class 7th who is very curious wants to know what he needs to do in life or maybe does not want to know or does not care at that point but we do a good job of exploring or, or letting him explore the possibilities of life you can be this you can be that you can do this 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 was done this is how it is done x number of other things when you expose people to imaginations no, to possibilities it, it changes them it makes them question life, it makes them question their existence, it makes them question current systems, the status quo and so on and so forth. And it allows them to build a definition of a world which they see uniquely. Does this make sense? So for example, in our case, um, we do see a world where X number of fossil deployments are there and it's a very different world. It has to come from within, within. They say, um, apart from exposing people, Probably that's the best way to to make this happen. You can't do much. If you do much, that's again telling you should do this or you should do that. That's not the point. When we open up people's imaginations to possibilities, they could be children, they drive their own lives. They understand that this is where I have to go and this is how I need to go. And even if they don't know, they are always asking, how do I go there? Okay. Um, 
even if we make a generation where people are asking questions and have dreams they'll they'll be able to create their own path so in my case maybe probably i i want to i don't know really produce safe food for this country i don't know the way uh, but i i know i'm working towards it i am working towards it every day i am making sure that every farmer that we add to our family is benefiting from what we want him to benefit on and then we are exposing to him exposing him to more situations more scenarios and then we are also getting exposed exposed to certain more scenarios to add value to his life so as a whole to answer your question when do we start thinking or when do we start thinking of ourselves as a whole it's probably the sooner we start how do we make it happen by probably opening up imagination is how do we make it happen probably making it open to imaginations we expose our children to n number of scenarios you know this happened in the world this is the way we we make our children learn things this is the way how different children in different countries do this is the way you write these are different ways in which other people have written this is the way you learn these are hundred ways in which we can learn with the same education this person could achieve this with the same education this person could not um we'll have to build these internal mechanisms which which make people question themselves as a whole and that that's probably the only way and, and that, that that's how we were discussing no the only way is if we can have some elements and nuances in our current education system which are not producing muggers but we are which are producing thinkers philosophers mm-hmm. you know executors visionaries that that's the only way okay so just to wrap it up you know what should be three or four you know things that should be incorporated in the current education system i would say what is what is what is you think there are a lot that can be discussed can conclude i might have two more to add on to that I'm very sure about that. It's a it's a great question. Yeah. And I don't know the answer but I'll take a guess on it. You you know <clears throat> I have started to believe that rebellion is a great thing. So as a society we don't agree to rebellion. Jaise mummy ne bola to aise karna chahiye papa ne aisa bola. But I think rebellion is a great tool. And then there is this quote I was um, I came across it says all progress belongs to unreasonable man. I think we should figure out ways in which we make rebels. I I I I may be sounding very rebellious right now. But but that that's one way I see a lot of change happening. So in our college um if you're a rebel you wouldn't be thrown out of society. You would be heard logically. And I think that's a great thing. Sometimes people would say very random things and they wouldn't make sense because we are all limited by our own imagination as well. how do you make rebels is a good question how do you make people question the status quo that's a great question i don't know the answer but th- that's probably one way second way is exposure of education so i i you know when i was in hostel i had a friend whose life before that hostel was controlled by his family so papa would say this or mummy would say this he suffered with the process of integration to other people because he did not know what to do Because what what i am trying to say is he wasn't exposed to situations where he was supposed to make a decision for himself um another good way is how do we expose our children how do we i mean probably not the books are the best way to study but videos are we show videos about what is happening in syria 
and how people are dying and what is the consequence of war and it makes our children question the validity of war and applicability of war or we show them how Apollo 11, 12 or 13 were successful and unsuccessful missions and we open up the possibility that I mean this is only earth there is a bigger universe or we talk to them about businessmen who changed for example the Tata's or Jobs is a very cliche example but he was great there is no denial he thought in a certain way how do you add value through business how, how other people have done it and probably you ask them about how would you want to add value to this society see the same education system is also bringing stone pelters and rapists and this same education system is also bringing I think we are the third largest economy which has lot of startups third largest startup ecosystem we are so it, it's the consequence of that same education system now maybe if we do tweak certain things maybe if we tell people that one thing that you can do with this education is also start a company then we bring more focus of our children from stone pelting to this way okay. these are some ways and I, I think in, in our country there are some really good people who understand education and understand the nuances of education they'll be able to answer this but i think we need to produce more rebels we need to open up the possibilities of imagination and then we need to open up our children to think in a different way or, or think in the first place, different ways are far gone conclusion. So uh, here do you think that the monotony or the notion in which most of our societal upbringing happens tries to, I'll say, mice or bring down the inner thoughts or thought process of a child at times? Or? It's again a fair question. And um, you know it stems from how civilizations move forward. Do, do you know about Maslow's hierarchy of need? So Maslow's hierarchy of need is a triangle which says what do you need? So the basic fundamental is you need sleep, you need food, you need other you know physiological requirements, then, then you need security, job security and other things and so on and when you move at the top of it you have the question of who I am and what am I doing here it's a great triangle to rationalize life so think about it in this way in 80s and 90s we weren't a great economy um, and, and people were struggling to get food on the table um, our parents have gone through that time so in their mind having a job security is a great thing but when you were born, your father and mother had already figured out how to bring food on the table every day. Okay. Right? So you don't really care about food on the table. You know that's a certainty. Right. And probably you have developed yourself in a way that you know I can definitely have food on the table. I can sleep and so on and so forth. So the way in which our past generations function and the way in which we function are two very different schools of thought. So I wouldn't blame them. It's a consequence of how society progresses. But the, the second part is that this is how society progresses and every time you would want to build something or think something very differently, you will be pulled back. Because I mean, probably it's run by majority of people who think having job security is good. Uh, so to answer your question, yes, it happens. No, I wouldn't blame anybody because that's how the progression of things do happen. 
but but i i think this world again is run by people who are uh, you know unreasonable we need to have some more unreasonable examples i think that should solve we are again limited by our imagination if i want tell my father i could become the greatest entrepreneur and i could become the prime minister and president and i don't know maybe the leader of this entire constellation of stars or milky way galaxy and somebody has done it papa so he would believe it uske pehle he might find it difficult to believe but then you have to fight Did I answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, sure. So you know, we as think flawed, we have the same sort of notion. We are trying to bring people like you, similar thoughts, and we trying to you know put forward similar content to people who watch, you know, who will be watching think flawed for sure. And this is the entire motive to bringing up think flawed. So I, I think it's a great name. I think saying that that the name of the podcast itself is think flawed is very fascinating. I think you guys have done a great job on finding the good name. Okay. Great. All right. So, so share um, uh, just one more uh, small thing. So we have all talked about work, how to get along, maybe erroneous notions, how to break myths, cultures. But uh, let's say uh, right now when you are running this company, what are the things that I'll say calm you down. Let's say off work hobbies and how essential are those in bringing that balance to the startup hustle? You know, honestly, I don't want a balance. Having a balance doesn't make sense. I'll tell you how. So, if I wanted balance in life, I would be doing something which gives me balance. So, I mean, probably the reason I'm doing is this this whole entire experiment with my life is I don't want balance, but. um we are humans we get exhausted we have certain limitations on the way we think and the way we can utilize the percentage of our brain and heart i think that kind of balance is required so what what i do is that i run a lot so every day probably i run about 6 7 kilometers i do crunches and i listen to good music and i imagine i i think about our business a lot probably in my free time i am thinking about this business of what it could be it keeps me engaged and happy i am doing this because i am really happy doing this i mean probably at this point in time in my life until unless something phenomenally good comes up there is no better thing to do so i enjoy the hustle i enjoy hustle <laughs> very good i i enjoy that the way our lives are progressing i enjoy the way um, we are we are moving one customer one acre at a time and i enjoy sleepless nights if it makes any sense mm-hmm. definitely okay, okay. Uh, so we also discuss one more thing about you know uh, what we have learned and what we are doing right now so you know to put it in a nutshell uh, i mean me as you know what i've done in my background is totally different from what i currently do for my you know bread and butter plus what i'm doing right now is again very different thing same as with ishan and i believe same is with you right so as we can see your history your you know your education you you talked about curiosity and things like that uh, i think it is happening a lot in you know in the entire startup ecosystem or i would say the entire space where people you know make a small idea and turn into very big business so what is your take into that we also talked about how you surveyed you know thousand uh, product managers and you try to understand and it was also you know you know you mentioned that it was a bit funny in a manner that they had very least correlation but again they had some relation so you know how to encourage people that 
you need not you know look your life life in a way that from where you have started that could be you know the only end so let's say if i've done engineering i need not only continue finding ways you know to uh, make amendments or changes in normal people life thinking of business ideas contributing to existing business tweaking certain models and then again everything should be with regards to engineering good question i think we are very living in very interesting times where where there is definitive change in the way people perceive about their lives i am not a product of my past 20 years of i don't know life i am a product of the way i think you know i will quote that example again so we were looking to hire our hr officer we interviewed a lot of people uh people who had varied experience you know in product companies and service companies and so on and so forth so the way we um, recruited fasal is that we talk to the candidate after filtering cvs and we give them an assignment it's a very simple question and we keep it very open ended so the person has enough room to think and broaden it out or go deeper so i think probably we did this exercise with 50 odd folks and the person we hired has zero hr experience and the onus of convincing us to hire her was hers not ours right so the way she did is that she told why she is really very keen on an hr role what were her experience in the past and how she thinks hr should be driven and what is the responsibility of people who are leading that function then we we gave her a very different difficult and different assignment and she did it better than 49 other people who all had hr experience the reason would be is that she was really motivated to do this and she saw a problem with the current you know probably workforce or whatever i don't know i mean probably she is the best person to answer but she looked at the entire function in a very different way she looked at it that that if you know if you have a function which honestly cares about people and understands um them their requirements and understands what is company's perspectives and at the same time has the ability to explain it to those people would do a tremendous job so it's a nothing but a you know a a, a job of converse a job of talking it's about understanding mm-hmm. and listening and talking that's how she looked at it everybody looked at it from the point of view of process or compensation or xyz or jo bhi hai usko water bottle deni chahiye aur jo ja raha hai uske sath exit interview karna chahiye she looked at it in a very different way but the onus was on her in the same way if you are really interested so for example you could be a production engineer who really has a lot of interest let's say in product management a product engineer is, has a very different job role you are in the factory you are setting assembly lines and you are building models and you know so on and so forth but if you are really interested in product management there are two ways to go for it either somebody gives you a break or you take that break how do you take that break you need to understand that if you want to be a product manager there is a specific set of task or or there is a specific way in which in which your brain should function how do i develop that ability now 15 years pehle you could say mai skill leke kahan se aunga 
है ना आई हैव टू गो बैक टू यूनिवर्सिटी और हु विल टीच मी और वट इज द वैलिडेशन ऑफ माई टीचिंग बट दोज प्रॉब्लम्स आर सॉल्व राइट I can go to XYZ University. I can do an online course. I can do some consulting. I can do some free ka work. I can I can test myself whether I really know or not. Then I go and convince other people that I honestly know was. So the onus again is on you. What do you want to do? I will tell you this for sure that the world is ready for your shift. If you want to move from um, I don't know accounting job to I don't know pre sales. the world is ready for that shift you have to figure out whether you are or not i studied production then i did taxes then i did human computer interaction then i did product management it does not make any sense but i am not the only example there are hundreds of people like me it's because the world is ready for this kind of change we we have started identifying that your college education is different from what you bring to the table so to answer your question sarav the way to do it is probably you have to figure out but the enabler is that the world is ready for that shift if i have answered your question yeah you have absolutely answered i mean that's a very crisp crisp answer that you know you have put it out and that gives plus the examples that you put up gives us mm-hmm. enough insight i believe so yeah right okay so already right, i think with this we come to the end of the show um was really a flow of thoughts and brainstorming and this was some really great insights you put on the table we oh, i am i'm very happy that i i can be associated with the term insight <laughs> i have zero insights but i'm just trying to figure out what is my insight about life again uh, that could be again a thing which could be deconstructed insight again is a myth or i'll say an overrated statement in the mm-hmm. society and we can uh, anything that comes out that makes sense could be an insight Something of that sort. So that was great talking about all of these things. And we I think we have covered a lot. To be very honest, I mean, yeah, uh, very extensive and quite. Really starting something in and out, then you know what you should be having. Probably once you are starting, let's wrap it up like that very very good to you know i i i i pray that you guys succeed into building something really useful i am very excited that you took the leap of doing something hundreds and thousands of people would be thinking about starting a broadcast and you know on podcast with thinking flawed but nobody did it apart from you so congratulations that's a, that's a step up Okay, all right then. I think we'll wrap up, and uh, we wish you all the best with your journey. We Thank you so much, guys. Best. I yeah. wish the same, and I really, really pray that for the ecosystem and for the country you succeed. Sure. Okay. Thanks, sir. All right, guys. Thank you. We'll see you soon.